Necessary. Hello, Nardwar. It's the Plimptons again. Please find enclosed a copy of our new single, Lonely Old Man, a Pogue-style track with references to a frew and a few freak beat bands in the lyrics. Hope you like it as much as our last CD, Pomp. It was a lovely surprise to see it in your Razor Cake Top 5. Also, check out the Lonely Old Man video on YouTube from June 8th. Yours, the Plimptons from Glasgow. To go. I said stay a while and we'll stick on smile and then spare parts by the quote. But as I pressed the needle down, she jumped out the window. And as she ran, I shouted down the road. Well, I followed her to fun house and got drunk on my own. I asked Paul Needle seven times to play lots of her telephone. But as onto the pavement by a bouncer, I was thrown. I flashed back and I began to grow. Brought the arrival of the eyes When the door 
my surprise Her sisters stood there with seven other guys And they said, you're just a lonely old man Lonely old man And my sister and her pals think you're a You're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard from Glasgow, Scotland, the Plimptons. Thank you for sending me a letter in the hard form from Glasgow, Scotland, the Plimptons with Lonely Old Man. And check out from June 8th on YouTube their video for Lonely Old Man, the Plimptons. Today on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with, from Montreal, Quebec, the CPC Gangbangs, who are playing tonight at the Astoria with White Lung and Cheerleader Camp. That's the Astoria tonight. The CPC Gangbangs, to be interviewed on our Human Serviette Radio Show, with White Lung and Cheerleader Camp. And a bit later on in our Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with... Kate Nash from London, England on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, the Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada show known as the Nardwada Human Serviette radio show. And from Seattle, Washington, then followed up from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, first from Seattle, Washington, Dateless, and then from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Jules. All stuff that's been given to me in the past couple weeks played to you, the listener of CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Here's Dateless from Seattle.
of the band. Paul and Ringo say they love you. It's too bad we can't be friends. I should have known that you would do this in the end. But don't break up the band. I think I told you I was sorry. It's too bad your heart was always underground. Always think of you when buildings burn down. But don't break up the band. Though you never come to practice. qualities I just can't stand but you know I really miss you when you smile I know that we still love each other and so my stomach turns and then it really is the end but don't break up the band and you're still listening to CITR radio FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard Don't Break Up the Band by Jenny Jenkins from Olympia, Washington, where the CPC gangbangs played the other night with nudity. And today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with the CPC gangbangs from Montreal, and also an interview with Kate Nash from London, England. Before Jenny Jenkins, we heard the jolts, brand new, produced by Jesse at the Hive with Drop Dead Girl. And before that, from Seattle, Washington, 90125, Dateless. And of course, we began an Artwork Human Survey Radio Show with the Plimptons from Glasgow, Scotland. Coming up, an interview with the CPC gangbangs. In the CPC gangbangs is one Mr. Paul Spence. Paul, a.k.a. Diener. Paul, a.k.a. an actor that appeared in the movie FUBAR. When I think of the movie FUBAR, I only think of one local heavy metal rocker. Thor. Thor.
You're still listening to CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have on the line right now? Hello, are you there, caller? Yeah, it's uh, Roy. Who are you, Roy? Um, I play um, choice. I play guitar, sing, From and uh, do all sorts of instruments. And we just heard the CPC gangbangs there. Can you hear me on the radio shit? And you are yes, you are you are Roy live on the radio. We are live oh, on, cool. on CITR with Roy from the CPC Gangbangs. Who else is in the CPC Gangbangs, Roy? Uh, this point, this kid, the Roller, Ricardo, uh, Dan Pedro, Dorito, and uh, Paul, the Paulzak. And together, you guys are the CPC Gangbangs playing in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, tonight right. at the Astoria with White Lung and Cheerleader Camp. Camp. And Cheerleader Camp tonight at the Astoria, the CPC Gangbangs in Vancouver. Is this going to be your first gig in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? What are your Vancouver gig memories, Roy? Uh, I played last time. I met you last time when we played for Reno's. Yeah, that's what I guess uh, I was wondering. Over the years, how many times have you played Vancouver? This is my second. Uh, Daddy played with the spaceships a while ago, maybe a couple of times. But second, second time I played there. 
Yes, I think it was at the Piccadilly pub you played with the Sex yeah, Arenas. Right. With uh, Bryce's band. Uh, was it the, the Come Ons? It was either the Come Ons or the Newtown Animals, one of those bands, I think. Yeah, I appreciate the Come Ons. Actually, Bryce was supposed to do an interview with you, Roy, but apparently you guys didn't hook up at all. No, I missed his, I missed his phone. He was really bu- he was really bummed about that. Bryce, of course, from Third Times the Charm from CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, Columbia, Canada. Bryce's show heard every Tuesday morning, and you can hear the CPC gangbangs tonight at the Astoria in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. What about the name CPC Gangbangs? I want to first ask you, Roy, do you have a favorite washroom story at all? Do you have any favorite washroom stories? Um I guess so. I had what's a like a like a diarrhea story or something like that. Yeah, anything to do with the washroom, especially since you're on the road. The washroom does come up quite a bit, doesn't it, with the CPC gangbangs on the road? Pretty much. Uh, but I'll, I'll pass you. I'll pass it to somebody else, so we'll, we'll switch it up a bit. Okay. Paul. Hello. Is this Paul? Who are we? Washroom this, story. Is this? Wait, here's Rick. Ricky. Hello, Rick. Hello, Rick. Hello, How's is, it going? this is Nardwar, live on CITR Radio. Hey, ho, hey, ho, how's it going? Good. I was just wondering, do you have a favorite washroom story? Because I kind of have a washroom story relating to the CPC gangbangs. Is there a favorite washroom story that you've had on tour so far at all? What's the best washroom story we've ever had on tour so far? Yeah. Well, actually, it's kind of a washroom story. Roy took a shit outside and stepped in it and made the whole van reek of shit for a, a couple of hours. How and we did... had to kick him out, so he had to wash his shoes. Yeah, that's what does I was... That count, does that count as a washroom story? That's pretty amazing. You, that's pretty hard to top. I guess I was mentioning that because I have a story relating to the CPC gangbangs. Can and you hear it? And a washroom. Yes, today I was carrying around your CD, because I've been listening to your CD because you're playing tonight at the Astoria, and I went into the washroom here at CITR, at UBC, Right. and it's the same washroom that, like, Noam Chomsky has used. You know, it's a very famous washroom. How did you know that Noam Chomsky used that particular bathroom? Because did I've, you leave a smell there? I, I've, no, I saw him walk into that bathroom. Did he stall, or was he just using a urinal? I didn't want to stalk him, but I think he just went into the urinal. I was afraid of following him. I followed well, you him. You should have followed him. No, I did after he left the washroom. But I, you know, I didn't want. I only wanted to take it so far. I wasn't going to take it into uh, the washroom. You know, did no. Leave any political graffitis on the stall or something? I've looked really closely for any of that, but unfortunately, all that uh, stuff gets removed by the uh, university. So it. today, you I were in that bathroom with RCD. I was in the Noam Chomsky bathroom. Oh my God! So that neither CD. Was Went in the same bathroom that Noam Chomsky used. Yes, Is that what you're uh, and I was holding your CD, and I thought, well, I can't hold your CD. I don't want to get germs on it when I return it to CITR. Yeah, right. Well, so, you can keep that. Actually, we'll leave that to you. So I put the CD on top of the paper oh, dispenser. On thank to- you so. That's so respectful of you. On top of the paper dispenser, and then I went and used the facilities. On my way out, I noticed a guy looking at the CD, and he right. kind of laughed at me because you know. 
CDs look like DVDs. And he yeah. was saying to me, too bad you didn't bring a DVD player in here to watch that CPC gangbang CD gang DVD. Right. So I was, it, it, have you had that problem where like CPC gang? Not yet, not yet. But since you've told me about it, I think it's going to pretty much happen pretty soon. Uh, no, I get teased by all sorts of people. So maybe you won't get teased that way. But it was weird bringing a CPC gangbang CD, what looks like a DVD, into the Noam Chomsky washroom. It was a really weird event that really started everything. That's so honorable of us. I'm so happy that happened to our CD. Uh, now, for you guys in the CPC gangbangs, have you been mischaracterized at all? I saw that thing on your MySpace where it said that you guys had been labeled as I as punk, ska, and emo. Yeah, but that Scott emo thing on, on, on the MySpace is a pretty much a joke. But I'll let Paul answer that question because he's the, the, he's the music style professional here. Just oh. hold on a second. Oh, okay. And you're still listening Hello? to CIT Radio. Hello, is that Paul of the CPC Gangbangs? Yeah, yeah, is this Nardwa? It is. Welcome to CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Hey, you know, Nardwa, I, uh, I still have that cassette, video cassette that you sent me about, I don't know, 15 years ago when I was a teenager with all your uh, interviews in it. Oh, thanks for not checking that out. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I still got it. I, uh, I'm, it's holding up my fish tank. Boom! And tonight, of course, your fish tank will be emptying all over the Astoria because you guys are playing at the Astoria tonight, right, Paul, with the CPC gangbangs? Yeah, our, our fish tank runneth over at the Astoria tonight. From Montreal. So did I mail that to you when you were in Calgary? Did you ever live in Calgary? Because before I played you guys on the radio here, I played some Thor. I played some Thor, Fubar is a super rocker. Where did I mail that tape to you? Where were you living? Are you from Calgary? I keep thinking you're from Calgary. Yeah, yeah, I grew up there. And you mailed that thing to Calgary for sure. So it was Calgary. So here you are on your way to Vancouver. How have you guys been labeled? I saw on your MySpace it was labeled punk, ska, emo in that little posting. What is that from? Um, well, we were at a BMW dealership, and uh, the guy, we were just pricing out some cars, and the guy who worked there um, wanted to know what kind of music we played, so we played him our record, and then that's what he said it, it sounded like. And how were yeah. you pleased with, you were so pleased with that, you posted it all over your MySpace, which is great. Yeah, well, we just give him the password and let him do it. So the other night, did you guys play in Olympia with the band Nudity? Yeah, we did. How did that go? Because Nudity, don't they feature Dave, the sitar player? They have a sitar player. Uh, well, we didn't see them because um, we were kind of late. No, wait, no, I did see them, yeah. I did. They didn't have a sitar player. No, they were like a, a three-piece kind of like rock band. I heard that they have a sitar player as well, that Dave is the sitar player, because he used to be in Behead the Prophet, No Lord Shall Live, and he was also in a couple other bands too, like the Tight Bros. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't see any sitar player last night, though, I can tell you that. So how was the Olympia gig versus the San Diego gig versus the Comet gig? You guys played with the Coconut Coolna outs. Yeah, last night was the, one of the best shows we played, actually. Seattle really knows how to throw the hammer down. Uh, I mean, San Diego, that was pretty cool. There, there was, uh, they don't really dance in, in San Diego, but they, they're really into music. Um, Los Angeles, it's all about uh, mismatching shirts. What? Oh, yeah. I mean, this, this tour started off pretty well when Roy jumped on, 
onto a table and smashed it in half, and he broke his rib. That was, that was the our second show, actually. Was that in Montreal? No, that was uh, in Brooklyn somewhere. Now, has Roy broken ribs before? Uh, yeah, I think he, he cracked one before. So he sort of knew what it was all about. How about Los Angeles, California? You played the Schmel. You played the Schmel Club. Yeah, that place is really great. It has um, hot and cold running bonds. Baboom. <laughs> and also, the CPC gangbangs, you made it to Europe and played with the Subsonics in Europe. With the Subsonics. Do you remember that uh, gig at all? I, I didn't do that. No, I, we haven't been to Europe. I thought you were, you went, I was looking, you've never been to Europe. Wait, I have to pass the phone. Danny wants to talk. Hang on. Okay. Nardwar. Hello, Danny. Welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Hey. How you doing? Good. You are Danny from the CPC Gangbangs. That's right. I've been on the radio show before with the spaceships, and I went to see you with the Shexerinos, and I I know you and Barbecue are best friends and all, so. Well, let's hope the tradition can continue. Yeah, I just want to say, I want to give a props to Bryce and Mary and Sean Law. I'm the whole crew at Subi's Cafe on Homer and Smythe. <laughs> now, you guys have been on tour for a little while here. Have you run into any other Montreal bands on this tour? Have you run yes. it? Yes, we have. Who? A band called The Trigger Effect. And on a label called Signed by Force. They're out of Montreal. We played with them in Oakland. And it was good. Uh, what about all the other new brand of Montreal bands, like that band Islands, originally from Vancouver Island, now living in Montreal? I think they're on tour at the time. Do you know any of those new generation of bands from Montreal? I think uh, they're too cool for us. They don't want to talk and hang out with us. Old. We're already old codgers in their scene. But didn't you guys... But, uh, <laughs> but didn't, I think it's a great name. <laughs> didn't you guys record, though, with, like, Howard Billerman? Isn't he, like, the arcade fire, the architect of the whole new scene? Didn't you record with him? Yes, and everywhere we go, we say that in Montreal, at the record stores, all the geeks are like, well, he was in the old formation. He's not in the new formation or whatever, whenever they became super huge. But he still had all sorts of, like, you know, involvement with the records. So I don't know why people snob the guy who recorded them and recorded us. What sort of studio does he have, and how did he record you guys? Did he have any interesting stuff you hadn't done before with the space shits or the sexarinos? What did you do with them? Uh, well, he, he had a, it's, it's his studio originally was called Mom and Pop, and then he teamed up with the guys from Godspeed and opened up uh, Hotel to Tango. But I think he came into some money because he's got like the most professional studio that I've seen in a long time. Well, yeah, it's the same studio that Arcade Fire. And he plays on the record. But, yeah, it's, uh, he's got a pretty serious studio, but I think it's too big to, to work with. It's, a, it's un- unmanageable. <laughs> and, uh, well, I'm not going to make any apologies, but I'm, I'm not like, you know, I like the, the ripoffs and Supercharger. So. How about the Kearney Barton audio where you guys searched out Kearney Barton who recorded the Sonics? Those recordings. That, uh, we have, I don't know how many tracks left over, but we, we did about six to eight tracks with the guy, and he was like, he was falling asleep because he's so old. I don't even know if he's still alive. I hope he is. Do you know if he's still alive? I'm not sure. He may have scaled back operations a bit. It's amazing, though, that the Sonics are alive and going, doing reunion yeah. shows. The Sonics are back. How about the mummies? The mummies are getting back together for a reunion in Spain with the Sonics and barbecue. That's what I hear. So that's like... First Montreal is that's like big. That's a big deal because well, I love the mummies. Everybody loves the mummies. I wonder if uh, bees from the smugglers who filled in on bass with the mummies the last couple of tours will be invited to that, or if it'll be all original. 
I don't know. Mike Lucas and Visa have to duke it out for that. Actually, that I, I, I think it was Maz was the bass player for the really? Mummies. Yeah, the Mummies bass player was Maz, and then eventually he went on to the Phantom Surfers, and he was in with Mike Lucas in the Phantom Surfers, but Maz was actually in uh, Mummies. He was the guy that couldn't go on tour. M-A-Z, Maz, from the no Mummies. Bees. He's definitely no bees. Ma- I just saw your DVD, the Welcome to My Castle, plus the extra special footage. Oh, I love it. Oh, thank you. Love it. Thank you for... Huh? Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you for um, checking that out. You've been getting out there on the road. And who are we speaking to again? This is Danny. Danny, Danny from the CPC Gangbangs. Danny from the CPC Gangbangs. Here you guys are on a giant tour. You're heading to Vancouver. How much touring have you done in the CPC Gangbangs? I noticed, yeah. you, I noticed you, huh? you played the Blackout Festival in Chicago. Who did you play with? Because that leaded to you getting signed with John Rice, Reese from, you know, the legendary... I don't know, who did we play with? Did we play with the Spits at the Blackout? That was with the Sex Arenas, right? We played with the Testers. The Testers, yeah. Sonny, Sonny Vincent and the Testers. We played with uh, Jay Retard and his real tards. Who else? I don't know. We played with the, like, the, the Hot Snakes? Oh, yeah, the Deadly Snakes. You know? Chicago is uh, it was a hub. I don't know if it's uh, the same hub. Is that how? It, it moved towards the Northwest. Is that, how he, is that how you hooked up with the Rocket Man? How did you hook up with the Rocket Man? Was that through the Blackout Festival? I'm, yeah, I'm assuming. We hooked up to him through the... the when did John Reese pick us up? It was in the, at the festival, no? Yeah, I guess he just... He dug us. We talked to him because we, you know, we were a bunch of fanboys in our, in our earlier days. So we would write to him. We talked to him on the phone. And then, you know, somehow he, he heard us. And, and he loved it. Or loved it enough. We're trying to get the record out for about a year, and it finally comes out. So, what's but the, uh, and what's, he, he owns the nicest bar you've ever seen in your life in San Diego. It's called the the Elephant Room or the Pink Elephant. Is it the Pink Elephant? It's the nicest bar you've ever seen. If you like their aesthetic, check out those guys. You know, um, how many good ideas? How many band bars have you guys played? Like, for instance, Handsome Dick Manitoba of the Dictators yeah. has a bar. Have you played Manitoba's? Have you played any band-owned bars aside from the Elephant? Hmm. Band-owned bars? I can't really, no. Maybe uh, Nardwars? We played Nardwars. Yes, on CITR Radio. <laughs> yes, you played on CITR Radio. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's my favorite bar. Nardwar's Living Room, CITR, and we're speaking to the CPC Gangbangs who are playing tonight at the Astoria. You're playing the Astoria tonight with White Lung and Cheerleader Camp. Who does all your posters? The poster for the gig tonight is great. I think Bob Scott did that one, but a lot of your posters really are amazing. Like the one Bob did is totally great. Who does all your artwork? There's so many good posters for your band. Honestly, you're going to have to talk to the man himself. And his name is Roy, and here he is. Hold on. Thank you very much. Hey? Hey, Roy, there is so much great artwork with the CPC gangbangs. How do you get all that to happen? Do you do all the artwork? Because looking at all your different posters, there's tons of posters. They all look great. Who does all the posters? I noticed Bob Scott did the posters Bob tonight. Bob Scott did the wicked one for the Vancouver show. How do you do this? Uh, do you, like, coordinate it ahead of time to get people to do them? Because a lot of bands... So, uh, I kind of like getting local artists uh, wherever we go to kind of do it. The ones we did in Montreal, like I did, the ones that are more like cut and paste are mine, and the other ones are uh, Tom, our old bassist, who just moved to San Diego. And how did Tom end up with John Rice's band, John Reese's band? Was he in any bands before your band, before the CPC gang band? which was a pretty good uh, 
kind of stoner, uh, mud honey, but with a bit of like with effects, like Hawkwind kind of shit. He played with them a bit, and then uh, when we went down, we played the the American Skateboard and uh, uh, Surf Convention. We got flown down to play that shit in San Diego, and uh, he met a girl. He fell in love, and after six months of life, I. Uh, going crazy, just like, he was like, I can't take it. So he moved down there, got, got married. He went for work actually, and then uh, his work kind of screwed him over. So it kind of worked. Uh, asked him to play in his new band, so that was pretty, pretty. He was pretty stoked. About People can check out a lot of your posters on MySpace on the CPC Gangbangs MySpace page. I noticed another one was done by Lisa Check. Who is Lisa Check? Oh, she, she's a she's a she's from Montreal. She does um, pirates of the Lachine uh, Canal. They're, they're 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 doing a label too. They put out the Ninfets, which is really good, and they're 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 basically they're booking a lot of shows around town. They're these kids. They're really cool cool cats, and she did, she started doing a lot of posters around town. But they they do booking posters, and now they're doing a small label, and uh, she that, that's she's that's the one she did. I, I think that poster is with. The Ninfets, does that make sense? Maybe you think with Hospital Rats from um, Boston. Yes. How about yourself, Roy? Are you doing any freelance postering? Are you doing any posters for anybody? Yeah, I, I do artwork around town and stuff. I do I do some covers here and there for people, but, uh, you know, like a, a bit less now. Like, I'm doing a show like in Montreal, but, I mean, yeah, like when shows come to town, I kind of do a lot of those ones. And I did um, uh, art for Mark, and I did art for uh, a lot of our stuff, I guess. You. The CPC Gangbangs had a great show, I understand, last night at the Comet. Was that the top of the tour? Of course, the top gig of the tour will be tonight at the Astoria, but how did Seattle fit in? Uh, Seattle was actually really good. We played Coconut Cool Outs, and they were amazing. And uh, Hormones also were really great. Uh, so, yeah, that was a pretty pa- packed house. It was fun. Uh, people were, uh, like... It was a good show. I mean, uh, you know, New York was good for us uh, just because we played a couple times. And New York got really out of hand. People were smashing tables and shit. And uh, just because uh, it just went haywire. People were, like, there was a fan. People were launching chairs. Like, literally, people were smashing tables. It was kind of weird. But after that, it kind of, like, they didn't play Boston with the White Mice dudes or Providence. Those guys are cool. Uh, then middle U.S. is kind of slower a bit, like Denver, all that shit. And then when we hit from San, uh, San Diego on, is really cool. We played John, John's Bar, uh, Pink Elephant. And after that, uh, Portland was awesome, too. That was pretty surprising. And Seattle was really great yesterday. You, you, you probably know those guys are Coconut Coolouts. Yes, we actually played a gig with them with my rock and roll combo. I love the way they have, like, two drums right up front and a guy on guitar as well. It's totally, sure, in, sure. Your, it, it totally in your face, sing-along great. Was Ian wearing a banana costume? You... No, he wasn't. Not. I guess he. I guess they specially got that out for you guys. It was a bit. No, he didn't have it yesterday. It was a little bit. You uh, see that? But no, he. But he was bananaless. Oh, really? So two gigs we've noticed with no bananas for the coconut coolouts. They are on Seeing Eye Records. You're on Seeing Eye. How did you hook up with Seeing Eye Records? That's I met uh, I met Teddy when he came to town. I was playing with Damo Suzuki because I do a kind of more noise outfit, and uh, he was he just came to see the show, and we hung out uh, at the Damo show. And after that, that was pretty much it. We just hung out. He was a super nice guy, and 
No, actually, I wasn't. I wasn't playing that show. I played the, the one after, but it, it, it was for playing that show and the uh, backing demo up. And then uh, I, we just Teddy wrote me. And we hung out a bit, and uh, that was it. it was like we sent him the, uh, the the pic. He did the picture disc one. We checked out his uh, his uh, records. He did the uh, million dollar Marxist. Because I think I think he's from Ottawa originally. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, he's living here now. I notice. Yeah, yeah. A local label. That's really neat. You were doing the stuff with Damo Suzuki. I noticed you guys also play with the Nihilist Spasm Band. Speaking of, uh, that was insane. That was sick. That was the best show. There was so, so. What can you tell the people about the Nihilist Spasm Band? Of course, they had a couple document. What well, they had that great documentary on them. What can you tell the people that don't know anything about the Nihilist Spasm Band? That's true Canadian rock, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as rock goes, it's really weird. It's a, it's a free ensemble, but not jazz ensemble. It's more, more of a free ensemble. A lot of the instruments are homemade. Um, it's, you know, it's kind of formless, but uh, there's like spoken word music over it. Uh, that, everybody should check that record out. It's really amazing and really innovative. Like they started up in the '60s and they've still been playing. We, we got lucky to play with them. We played with them in uh, Montreal with. Uh, uh, made in Mex- Mexico and Wolf and that was an amazing show. They blew my mind. It was really cool, and they, they actually sound great. They sound the guy. The cat's like a fucking he's like seven year old drummer, and he was totally playing like these wicked, like really repetitive, like kind of DNA beats and shit. It was really good. How did they're, they're totally amazing, innovative man. It's kind of weird nobody knows him, but, but I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty freaky, you know. How did you get hooked up with Demo Suzuki? Uh, I played in the band called Les Enfants Sauvage, and we backed him up in Montreal. Uh, he just heard us stuff. You know, he does that. He, he goes to different towns and kind of plays with um, bands from around there, like experimental bands. So we, we just played with him. It was quite an honor, actually. I mean, he's a super nice. It was just weird, but it was fun. It's a good show. How did the CPC gangbangs do in Ottawa and Toronto? I noticed you played with the Brutal Knights. Yeah, they're good. Well, the last time we played with Jay, uh, Jay Retard, we did Ottawa, Toronto. And the time before, we played with AIDS Wolf and Brutal Knights. We did like a four-day uh, mini tour. Uh, did Sudbury, all those dates. That was really good. When you played Toronto with Jay Retard, was that when Jay Retard kind of had some sort of fight with the audience? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. What happened there? I've seen footage on uh, YouTube. Yeah, some, some kid jumped on stage, unplugged all of Jay's shit, and... Jay just like it was kind of like he, I, I missed a lot of it because I went outside for a sec, and the kid just turned around and Jay just like whacked him in the face, and then people went crazy, crazy. People were like smashing Jay's pedals and shit, and then uh, I, I, at that moment I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm gonna go outside for a second. I came out, I went to just get a qu- something at Quickie Mart across the street, and by the time I came back, Jay's like outside. It's like two songs in, and you know, people. I think somebody threw like. a picture or something and knocked the pick out of his guitar so he was like ah that was it that kind of like killed the show at that point it seemed interesting because it got a lot of reaction like it ended up on Pitchfork and then the club owners had some sort of statement and then Jay Retard also had to have some sort of statement with some sort of wild complicated aftermath yeah I mean I, I could have missed a lot of it but it was, it was fun shows I mean we, we had a good show anyway it was pretty cool I mean it was just like a, it was like pretty quick it was like five minutes you just punch him kid and the crowd started going crazy and I think somebody you know messed up his guitar and that was it you know, it was just another it was just another night for the CPC gangbangs right just another gig just another gig right 
No, it's a fun show, though. We played with, um, I, I don't like Toronto usually, like, Denver's kind of crazy. I mean, nice guy. Well, I mean, nice guy. He's totally ridiculous, but, I mean, I like seeing those guys. We saw we saw the Snakes dudes, and that was kind of cool, just because seeing old friends. No, it was a good show. Those, those three shows, Ottawa was actually really great. And uh, Toronto was really fun, too. Well, what I meant by another show for the CBC Gangbangs was because, Roy, you've broken your ribs a few times performing. Did you break your ribs at that Nihilist Spasm Band gig? You've, you've hurt yourself no, a few times, haven't you? I broke my arms, but th- that was before the show. I didn't break it at the show. And then you discovered your arms were broken after the sh- Like, you didn't realize you had broken arms. Well, I realized when my guitar playing was totally split. It was awful, but... Uh, I, I couldn't play guitar. I kind of realized that. Like, I, I just so bad. I broke my face, my ribs, and my hands. And then I tried to play, and I couldn't do it. So I tuned, I dropped, I uh, down-tuned my guitar. Like, so, like, it's, like, open-tuning. I tried to play slide guitar for all the songs. It sounded like shit. So I just, I just sang. But uh, I guess it was fun. It was the only song I just sang. Or, like, I haven't done that too much. Well, it's great you've been able to recover and come to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada tonight. The CPC Gangbangs playing the Astoria with White Lung and Cheerleader Camp. And Roy, just lastly, can you hand it over to Paul? I have a few questions for Paul, the lastly, to wind up here. You want to talk to Paul? Yeah, if that's okay. Thank you. Wait, one second, okay? Okay. All right, take it easy. Rock on. And you're still listening to CITR Radio, an interview with the CPC Gangbangs. Hello, Paul, are you there? Hello, Paul. Hello? Hello? Hello, Paul. Are you there? This is Paul speaking. Hey, it's Nardwar still. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, I was just going to say, lastly here, I played a bit of Thor. Fubar is a super rocker. You love the Thor track on the compilation, don't you? Uh, which compilation is that? On the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Well, Thor and I are actually uh, blood brothers, and uh, we're actually going to the, the home uh, where we became blood brothers, which is Vancouver. Tonight, yes, at the Astoria. And I was wondering, Paul... We, we, cut, our, we cut our hands open uh, in a motel parking lot, and we, we, we sealed the deal. And I still have the scar. Uh, and I did actually get tested after that. And, uh, well, the, the news is good. We're both clean. Do you think that his song is the best song on the soundtrack, on the FUBAR soundtrack? Is his the best? I think his is the best track on there. Oh, I think, uh, if I can speak without hyperbole, I think that's the greatest song I've ever heard. Just like FUBAR is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. And that's what I was curious about, Paul. Do you think you guys will ever do a follow-up to FUBAR, like the later years or the high school years? Well, we're thinking about uh, The Wrath of Tron as a follow-up. Are there any reports of FUBAR becoming the new Rocky Horror Picture Show, like playing all the time at a theater, people quoting lines, chucking stubbies at the screen? Is any any reports of that happening? Uh, I think most people just watch it on DVD and, you know, eat craft dinner and do beer bongs. I think that's kind of the extent of, of the of its popularity, really. I, I think, it, that, it, you know, we're talking about real Heshers, you know. And these people aren't, you know, they barely can get their shit together to actually have uh, a working, you know, DVD player, you know, to actually set up a, a night, a movie night. I don't know. I think it's kind of beyond them. Have any, oh, us. Have any, I, when I say them, I mean me. Have any bands played the DVD before they've performed, i.e. to help entertain the audience? I mention this because remember the videotape for Metallica Drummer, also from Calgary. Bands played that before they would perform. You know the Metallica Drummer video? 
Yeah, actually, I, sh- I got that from, from Craig, who lives in Calgary. He's, you know, he's friends with all those cats, uh, Vancouver cats. But I, 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 I interviewed um, Lars from Metallica uh, a couple years back, and I showed him Metallica drummer. Like, I brought a camera, and I showed it to him. And uh, he was... Uh, it was not impressive. I think it's amazing. Calgary produces FUBAR, and Calgary produces the Metallica drummer. I think the, technically the, the Metallica drummer from Edmonton. That's uh, that that was what I found out. I did a little digging. Oh, okay. And also, if you do some more digging on the internet, you can see that Mike Long. You know who Mike Long is? Mike Mike Schlong. Mike Long. Yeah, I've got a Schlong. No, Mike Long. You know, Mike no, Mike Long is Mike the Hawksard. No, Mike Long is the guy that dances on the internet. He's got to dances to a song, one song a day for one year, and he danced to the CPC gangbangs. I don't know if you've seen that up there on the internet. Yeah, he's he's dancing with uh, Zach uh, Zach uh, Galifianakis or whatever. He's he's in that video too. Sitting there in the background. It's just amazing, yeah. though. You were picked of one of the 365 bands. The CPC Gangbangs made the cut for Mike Long's dancing. These are like huge internet hits. Yeah, well, I mean, we'd like to think that we're part of a, a three whole 360 thing, you know, where you get back to where you started from without even trying. I was looking closely at your bio, Paul, and it says you're working on a movie called Who is K.K. Downey? Now, I thought the movie was Who is K.K. Downing of Judas Priest. Is there any connection? K.K. Downey, K.K. Downing. Well, the, the connection would be that... Hey, yo, turn off the music. Uh, I'd say the connection is probably just that there's too many people... In uh, Judas Priest now, like, aren't they, don't they have too many members in their band now? They went up, are they up to like sixteen now? I haven't had a chance to check them out since Halford did his solo tour. That's the last time I saw him on the Halford solo tour of two thousand. Wait, can you settle the dispute here, Nardwell? Who invented the devil horns? Was it? Who was it? Well, when I interviewed Gene Simmons, he said he invented the devil horns. Yeah, I know. He said that his grandmother invented it. So I'm not sure, but then other people have said Dio invented the horns, and then other people have said it's come from all different types of things. Who knows? I guess whoever will take hold of it. And there's tons of bands that grab it as well. I don't know. What have you heard, Paul Spence, of the CBC gangbangs playing tonight at the Astoria? Who invented the devil horns in your mind? In my mind? I'm going to have to say the same guy who invented the cheeseburger. Have you have you been stopping for any cheeseburgers at all or any legendary restaurants? I don't know about legendary. I mean, I've had some legendary turds come out after. Oh, we had somebody here run up in the studio at CITR, a CITR hanger-outer, and he just mentioned that Dio invented the devil horns. That's what he's saying, Dio. Okay, that's, okay so it has been been uh, verified. So two people are saying Dio, and one is saying Gene Simmons, myself, so it probably is Dio. How's everything else yeah. going with the acting? Were you really in Star Wars, Paul? Were you really in Star yeah. Wars? Yeah, I was uh, Admiral Afgak. And you were in a Richard Gere movie, too? Uncredited? Uh, no, no, I was credited. I didn't... I, had a, I have, a, I have a, a whole like, couple scenes with Richard Gere, actually, where we, 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 talk, oh, we talk about... Um, what do we really talk... I mean, I guess I'm just sort of like a small-town guy. Yeah. Hey, take it easy, man. Nice to meet you.
Well, no, stop rapping, man. We just met this awesome hip-hop DJ. He's just taking off now. Oh, really? Were you giving him a ride? Um, we slept at his house last night. Oh, so now you're heading up to Vancouver, right? Yeah, we uh, actually, I think I can see you from here. Oh, no, no, that's just some guy with a jester's hat. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks very much, Paul, from the CPC Gangbanks. Appreciate you guys phoning in to CITR here. You're playing tonight with White Lung at the Historia, and Cheerleader Camp is also appearing. And we're going to end now with Teenage Crime Wave. Anything you want to say about Teenage Crime Wave at all? Well, if you didn't do it when you were a teen, now's the time. This was recorded, too, with the Arcade Fire guy. Uh, well, I don't think he's the Arcade Fire guy. I mean, he recorded them once, once back before they were uh, playing churches. And who's singing on this particular Teenage Crime Wave? Give us a little setup here, Paul. Well, that would be, that would be Choice. He, he wrote and, and sings on this song. And do you have anything else to say about Crime Wave, Roy? Anything else, you, or anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? I beg your pardon? Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, CPC gangbangs? Uh, yeah, Ricardo has one last thing to add here. Yeah. Uh, hey, Nagua. Thanks for your time. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Why should people care about the CPC gangbangs? Why, Why should, should pe- people care about the CPC gangbang? Um, because there's not much else to care for right now that's worth caring for in rock and roll. Great. And anything else you want to? Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? We're going to play Teenage Crime Wave now. You're going to you're going to put Crime Wave on? Yes. Or would you like to hear a different one? No, Crime Wave is great, but I'm going to I'm going to let the the writer of the song uh, put the last word uh, for that. Let me let me pass it to you. Okay. Yo, what's up? Hello, Roy. This is Nardware to Human Serviette saying thanks for calling in to the Nardware to Human Serviette radio show here today. Anything else you want to add to the people here at all? Hey, thanks for having us, man. It's going to be a blast tonight. Y'all should come down. Tonight at the Astoria, White Lung, the CPC Gangbangs, Cheerleader Camp. Will Roy and CPC Gangbangs keep on rocking in the free world and do-do-do-do-do-do? Do-do.